Hi everyone, I'm David Blindauer, and welcome to this bonus episode of Conversation with a Manager, Stories from the Frontline. This podcast is dedicated to the proposition that managers, particularly frontline managers, are key to an organization's success. This podcast is also in search of the best advice and counsel from experienced managers for anyone new to the role of manager. Here to talk more about today's bonus episode is your host, Steve King. Thanks, David. For today's episode, we want to return to our conversation with Shawnee Parents. You first heard Shawnee in episode two of the second season. In that episode, Shawnee spoke to the topic of organizational values and how those values manifest themselves through the associated and related behaviors team members display day in and day out. It was a great episode, and if you haven't gotten the chance, I highly recommend you give it a listen. Before each interview, Betsy, Artel, and myself do, we ask those that we are interviewing what they would like to talk about. In Shawnee's case, she mentioned that she would have some advice for managers uh, how to take their PTO or vacation time and really disconnect from work without worry. I told her I thought virtually every manager would like to hear that advice. So as a kind of public service to managers, here is Shawnee's suggestions for really unplugging from work and doing that worry-free. So enjoy. I thought, well, everybody wants to hear your thoughts at this because, right, so I mean, we're talking about essentially staying away from work during PTO yeah. and then having a strategy for catching up quickly. So just for advice, just casual okay. advice for all managers, what, what do you got to say about this? Okay, I've got you. So first of all, we need to start from the premise that it is critical to be fully away during your time off as a manager. And there are two reasons for this. One is you have to fill your cup and you have to rest. You'll be smarter when you're rested. Two, the message you're sending to your team if you work while you're away is that they don't get to take a break and that you don't respect their time when they're away. So the double whammy there, um, so it's critical. Plus, you're not gonna get that time in your life back. Right? So it's the third reason. You're not gonna get that time with your family back. You're never, you know, you might never go to Jamaica again or to a cabin up north. So there are reasons to do that that are critical. So here's how. Um, and side note, there are some great articles in Harvard Business Review that have come out on this very subject recently that have great tools. Here's what I do. Um, I make sure that my PTO has been sent out and it's on everybody's Outlook calendar. Um, and if you use Outlook, mark the time so that it's free and take off the reminder. No one wants an 18-hour reminder that you're going to be away. Um, and send it out far enough in advance that people know, well, okay, A, Johnny's off, he's off the last week of July, um, and here it is, it's whatever, beginning of June, May, and I already know that. Um, so then, and then it's top of people's calendar. If they're not sure whether you're around, they know. Two, um, like a couple weeks beforehand, reach out to key stakeholders, people you're working on projects with, your direct reports, hey, I'm going to be out. Is there anything you need from me before I'm gone? I just want to make sure everything's tucked in um, so that you have what you need while I'm away because I'm not going to be available. Um, I'm taking a hard stop, so but I want to make sure that I don't leave you hanging. Give them a couple weeks, even three weeks. I also decline the meetings on my calendar for that week so that I'm telling the organizer, look, I'm not, I'm not going to be here. Um, it's at the recurring meeting I know is happening. I know people who leave all the meetings on. I, do, I decline them all. 
Um, and then it also means I'm not getting reminders while I'm on vacation. Um, so then that's preparing the team. And then the week of, are you about to ask a question? No, go for it. Okay. Week of, um, I do a round of check-ins with my direct report. Um, and I, because I have multiple locations that are checking with teams, same one. I'm going to be out next week. I'm going to be off. The hard stuff, I'm not available. What do you need for me before I go? And then I tell my direct report, and I just started doing this a couple of years ago, and this is a great, this is gold. I tell my direct report, um, and it could be, you know, key people that you work on projects with. While I'm away, if you feel the need to email me, don't do it. Instead, write down a list of the things you need to talk with me about. Keep track. Um, and, you know, you have your resources, seek out your resources, but don't email me. You're going to get what you need faster when I get back if you write a list down. Then I schedule 30-minute rounding with those people within the first day or two that I return. And this does two things, three things. One, it reduces the email burden when you come back. There's not this pile of email. I frankly do not love it when people email and say, I know you're out, but here's the thing I want you to see when you get back. And well, I have 400 emails, so I may see it in a week, right, as I'm plowing through. So, so it reduces that email volume. Often, by the time we get to the list review, things have already sorted themselves out. They didn't need me. They figured it out or it got resolved. And, um, and then it gives me a chance to connect bubbly and just run through, like, you know, Hi, Steve. How was your week? What's on your list? Run through the list. Uh, I have been blown away by how little is actually on the list compared to how many emails I used to get. Uh, and then my last thing is that when going through my email, because that's what everybody talks about, right? There's so much email that happens. First, I sort by high priority, deal with those. And then... Um, when a topic shows up, I sort by topic because instead of having, it just allows me to wrap my head around, you know, okay, what is happening with that event that we're planning and is anything needed, right? So I can chunk out one whole topic and then deal with that thread, file it away or delete it and move on. So I think what you just said is a public service to all managers. <laughs> and we, we may treat it as a public service announcement to all managers. That's very nice. If you enjoyed this bonus episode and are a new listener to the podcast, be sure to check out our full-length episodes from seasons one and two, relevant to all managers. And between episodes, consider picking up a copy of Artel Smith's book, No Time to Waste, Microbehaviors, Leveraging Little Things to Become a Better Leader. A wonderful book full of insights into those little things managers can do to bring out the best in us and drive a great performance. As always, thanks for listening. And be sure to check back in two weeks from now for another bonus episode. This podcast is supported by NRECA, the National Trade Association representing America's electric cooperatives. NRECA's broad range of products and services include a robust portfolio of leadership programs that provide learners with the knowledge, skills, and resources they need to lead at all levels of their co-op and succeed in today's rapidly changing electric utility industry. 
Visit cooperative.com learning to explore the value of learning with NRECA.